Hey y'all, it's Delaney. And it's Katie, this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. Happy Damn. Tuesday. <laughs> How many times have we said that intro? I just realized, dang. 200 and I'd say 30. Mm, 25. Yeah. Because most of our live shows are on here. Pretty Could much we, all of them except for. Yeah. <laughs> Could we, how many live shows have we done? Four? Five, including last week. Right, because we did what we did 2019. August we did 4. In person. Mm, five. Mm. So we had well, two Sphinx. Three, right? Two. Two Sphinx. No, because we did 20. Oh, no, no, no. We did, sorry. Yeah. Two. Okay. LA, Phil. <clears throat> the one at TSU. Right. Which, okay. Because it wasn't really ours. It was like a lot going on. Um, But sure. And then Atlantis. You know what's funny about, I mean, technically it's not Atlantis. Maybe like Cleopatra's tomb that they're trying to find okay because we have it you just can't hear nothing um but then also like yeah i guess those are the proper like live shows that we've done because then we have a couple other stuff like when we put all those sessions that we did on here oh are you counting those not necessarily but like they still like not regular podcast episodes but i, I don't actually i don't think we even set the intro on those so never mind But um, the reason why we're here on a Tuesday is because when I went to edit our live show in Chicago yesterday, um, the audio was not usable. So, which doesn't happen to us often, but happens. So it's like, you kind of just, I don't know. I'm not, I never get disappointed with technology when it doesn't go right. Because it goes right so many times that... Also... Now that I'm thinking about, like, I, first of all, I need somebody to sit down and walk us through the technology stuff because I'm just realizing, like, for one, I was like, okay, maybe we shouldn't have used, like, condenser microphones. But also, I thought the reason why I let their tech people do it is because I figured they would know how to, like, you record the audio into, you're recording the audio into your computer. And it's also being amplified to the audience not you're you're amplifying your microphones and then just recording what it sounds like that's what they did right yeah like that's yeah that's what it sounds like because if it was recording into the computer it would be like this like how we normally record the episode but the audio would also because remember that dude showed us that splitter the audio would be going into the computer and making its own track directly from the microphone that's at my face and it would be um going to the um That's to the audience right and i will say like were we right up on the microphones the entire time no but i don't think it would have been i mean i didn't hear it but i don't think it would have been unusable yeah i mean you could take i mean and it's like sometimes definitely you're louder than me which i think was why at the 
at the sound check they were telling me to speak into but I'm I'm already so loud so I'm like that and then they didn't say nothing else after that so I'm just like you're not gonna let me sit here whatever but also you you know how to <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not roasting I'm just saying like as an audio person audio you know what I'm saying like yeah I but yeah like I when I gave them our tech writer that girl that was just a hell of a lot of googling because I was like, when we've done other stuff, you know, y'all take care of that. But it's yeah. like, I guess as podcasters, we need to know how to do something. So Maybe we should take us a little, maybe we got a master class on there or something. Yeah, it's because I do not, what microphone do what, how much does it do? Because those, you know, the, the microphones that we had, the black sleek ones, I see a lot of podcasters with those. Those are not the ones that we use. Um, But now I'm wondering... You know, like what's how how different they are than what we use. I'm also wondering, like those that splitter thing that that guy showed us in Nashville. I'm also wondering, is it was Nashville? Mm-hmm. I'm also wondering, like, because I was listening to the re live show and they sound they sound like they're in the studio but with an audience. So I mean, the room is obviously bigger, but you could hear them very well. So I'm wondering, like, if backstage they had like a splitter going on where something was recording the audio from their mics, and then. Um, and then amplifying it as well out into, but also a a podcast that makes that much money. Like they, you don't play around with it. Like they're putting that audio up. Yeah. What? I I wonder how people, because I know people be like, you can learn anything on YouTube. I guess I wasn't on YouTube. I was on Google. But it's like, girl, I just need somebody to tell me because there's so many things on the internet. I don't know. I'm starting from nothing. Like, when I tell you, oh, dude taught us how to use this microphone to record this episode, edit it, and put it up. That's all I know how to do. <laughs> so You know what? Let's roll back to Rochester and see what he's talking about. What was his name? I forgot his name. Oh, Nigel? Nigel. Shout out Man. to Nigel. I used to be in there panicking all the time at 1150. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, once I turned something in late, but I was like, what's a couple minutes? And it didn't matter because it had to do with my playing. That's the reason why I didn't get it, not because it was late. So, a win is a win, or whatever the opposite of that would be. Oh, you win some, you lose some. Oh. Yeah, okay. maybe. I don't know. But anyway, um, because we love y'all and we would not be um, able to do live shows if y'all didn't listen to this podcast, uh, we thought we would just do a recap of our live show experience in Chicago and talk about some of the stuff that we talked about. It's going to be real short, unconventional um, episode, but you know, and also it's going to be short because I will be talking to Delaney um, tomorrow for th- the next podcast. So, um. <laughs> and in the morning for, oh, right. I mean, listen, it's about to be big, classically black, not the little one. I mean, to be fair, she was never the little one, but we got a lot of stuff cooking up. I don't. It's so annoying when people say that, but like, now we actually got stuff in the Google Drive, y'all. It's gonna be real cute. And I feel like we gonna have to see about the whole, like, cause I was thinking about our the other thing we were talking about and like the marketing and stuff. Cause I was like, I know, I feel like we both the type that like to pop out with something. But also, we need to grow our audience. <laughs> we gotta figure that. There's a, there has to be uh, there has to be a middle ground between the big thing we was talking about mm-hmm. and the expansion that we were talking about. We have to figure that. Yeah. We need to get like a team or something. Because we, only, we definitely need a team. Because there's only 
between the two the two of us, there's four brain cells, most of which are yours. <laughs> and there's only so many times I could log on a canvas. So. <laughs> Y'all hear that? We need a team. I was thinking about it. I was like, how should we, how should we find Because it's really hard to find people to work with. Like, I know yeah, people like. we so used to working with each other. That's awesome. And, and like, you, I mean, you know how, I, I don't know if we've ever told the story on the show, but like, Classically Black started with way more people. And like. Which was that was a blessing because girl what people like people people drop like flies on stuff so it's like when we say yeah. we need a team we need people that's actually like gonna oh, do ride something it out. yeah that's a pro- that's a hard part and it's like even if I think about our circle it's not like all beautiful people but <laughs> <laughs> we might have to go outside the tribe which is also a risk right because- that's scary because then it's like so what's your reputation. Because especially like you don't have any stake in this. Because the stake in our circle is that we're friends, mm-hmm. and I would know I'm very emotional. I will no longer be your friend. Um, <laughs> that's why they say don't work with your friends. <laughs> Literally, exactly. That's that quote from the office where he was like, you know, they say not to work with your friends, so I'm working with my best friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know. We gonna have to. We have to. I don't know. Especially like. We could pay people. We have to pay them. We need money. Where's the money at? Yeah, that's the thing. We're gonna start selling feed pigs. <laughs> you gonna be sh- strumming on your viola with your toes? <laughs> no, I cannot. <laughs> You know what? It's never been that serious. I would like it's never. I would go teach general music. Mm. Oh. I, <laughs> walk that back. I would go teach public school again. I was sitting there yesterday. I was like, Katie, and I was like, Huh? I was like, You teach general music? Mm-mm. I would do high school general music. Cause I think that would be fun. Cause you could. It's like it's like more free. Like you could do like cool stuff. Like you could incorporate the music they listen to. I feel like it's more of like a music appreciation in high school versus like make a circle duo duo like I just my flesh starts melting off my body. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that. You heard it here first. If you know how to do things, let us know. Also, um, we can use our ISBM network or. Mm-hmm. and after the pandemic don't nobody want to do nothing which me definitely well, we have to think we have to think about this probably off the mics but we have to think about this mm-hmm. uh, some alright well, well oh you want to start oh no I was just going to say what we was doing because mm-hmm. you know where we was at what we was doing like I said mm-hmm. um <laughs> So we was um yeah, we was in Chicago. We did a live show um on February twenty eighth, last day of Black History Month, period. Um, for Chicago Sinfonietta at Soho House. Um and yeah, Soho House is like this social club. So and they also have a hotel. So like we did everything there. Like we stayed there. Man, I was like I touched I was like, I was who get over this. Like <laughs> I was like, this is not <laughs> okay <laughs> and that big booty key they gave us it was oh yeah that key was weird like it was like an actual key 
but it had like this no lie like two pound okay two pounds crazy one pound keychain on two it might have been too uh, like it was keychain yeah like round gold keychain that had the room number on it it only had like 40 rooms real excuse exclusive real exquisite yeah, because they had me in room one and you in room 40. I said, see, they knew better. Not, I don't, not on the opposite side. I mean, to be fair, because when we was in L.A., we was basically talking through the walls. That was very... Because <laughs> I can hear Katie laughing from... Because that's why I was like, wait, what room are you in? Because we hadn't seen each other yet and we was texting. And I was like, you're literally next door to me because I can hear you laughing. <laughs> so I feel like somebody must have told them. Because opposite ends is crazy. One and 40 out of... And it's 40 rooms. <laughs> insane but you know i did get there a little early so maybe i'm supposed to be in room two i don't know mm. well yeah it was nice they had classical music playing when we came in there i was, I was like, like turn this off yeah right i was <laughs> i was like that was crazy like to some people that's relaxing i'm like my anxiety i was like whoa whoa You're right turn how do you turn it off <laughs> I was like, oh, that's some nice touch. So that's enough of that. <laughs> like, and also, like, it was like, I don't know. The hotel's like, I mean, I don't know anything about Soho House. So it's like, there's like an, ex- not, um, I don't want to say exclusivity about it, but I mean, I guess there is. So it's like, it just gave me like weird vibes. I'm like, why is the radio on when I walk into my room? Why is it playing this? They also like do these random things where like, I we left to do the show and came back. My bed was made. I was like, why were y'all in here? You know what I'm saying? Like okay, housekeeping. <laughs> I mean, but housekeeping at 7 p.m.? Yeah. The, so the first, I remember I came back in the middle of the day. Right. When we, yeah, when we saw each other in the middle of the day, they had done housekeeping, which I had turned down in the beginning, like in the morning. Um, And then, so then they did it in the middle of the day. And then, yeah, when we came back, it wasn't just that y'all came back in here, but also the radio was on. Like that was a little creepy. Yeah, they came in and did stuff. They dimmed the lights. I mean, which is like cute. Because I was like, oh, this is turn down service. Okay, turn down service. But then, like, nothing was turned down. So I was like, hmm. Interesting. Yes, yeah. But they did put, the, you know, your little water next to your bed. They had a lot of stuff. It was cute. Did you take the notepad? Mm-hmm. I want to take that magazine, but I, I got scared. Because I was like, it, they never clarified if you could take it. Mm-hmm. But I did take that bag. Out the closet that say Soho House on it. What? Yeah, girl, they had a um a paper bag, a white paper bag that say Soho House on it. I remember looking in the closet, Thank you. but mm, um yeah, and they had a lot of stuff in that room, mm-hmm. like just like bath products and like they had like seven full size body washes and like like not an exaggeration yeah and like two full-size shampoos that there's rose girl i have my robe on i never got a chance to put the robe on see I and it. i was like that's what i need when i get when i get some money <laughs> i'm give me a robe because i used to have a robe when i was little but like it was cheap and it did not feel good on your skin mm-hmm. <laughs> like especially when you got out of the shower like it felt nasty like it mm-hmm. wasn't terry cloth so like i need and getting me a nice terry cloth robe they had a whole bunch of stuff in that room one thing that i noticed they had a lot of alcohol in the room like yeah, a lot like, a, like a, kind of an unreasonable amount yeah a crazy amount of alcohol and i was like you know that's not even something i think about and i'm sure like i'm sure people who who have um trouble with alcoholism they you know try to call ahead 
because I know you can have them take the alcohol to your room but that's not something I would even think about and especially the amount of alcohol that was in that room I was just like baffling because normally it's shots like the little shot bottles but like it was like fifths okay it wasn't fifths but it was like half a day um to the point that I asked like is alcohol included because I was like y'all have real sizes in here so I was like y'all got like that because I even show my family and they was like the heck they have four but they have four multiple four bottles of tequila mm-hmm. they had four wine bottles they had whatever the heck they had some type of i think beer in the fridge they had some margarita in the fridge yeah they had mixes what like it was like y'all not planning on leaving they had a whole bunch of stuff that was just like i don't even remember what everything was yeah i was like okay i mean y'all be getting lit over here apparently I mean, I also like, I told Delaney, I was like, I don't know, Loki, my joy. And she looked at me like I was crazy. I was like, can I just complain to her about how they keep taking bills out of my account? But, like, that location is so black. Apparently, that's what um someone was telling us. Like, that's like a really. It's the blackest house, they said. Yeah. So I was like, that'd be kind of lit to go and meet people. Like, the hotel, the vibe was cute. Like, we was eating lunch and, like, in the. um. I guess lobby area. I don't know, girl. But then they had, we kind of like missed out because the floor that we did our show on, that would been cute to sit up there. Like, it was just cute. Like, I, it's a cool place to, like, meet people and get work done and just vibe out. Like, yeah, you know, I looked it up. It's actually not as expensive as I was expecting. Oh, let me look. But, um, I still, like, of course, that's an expense that, like, you, like, I can't justify. Oh, I'm joining the social club. Like, girl, you I know. went back and forth for weeks until I finally bought Peacock. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I'm at, <laughs> and I it was and I was going bef- between. I still haven't seen Wakanda forever, but I wanted to watch The Office, so I was like, mm, which one? But then Disney Plus raised their prices. I was like, well, that answers that. Well, so yeah, that's about Soho House what we was doing, and basically, yeah, we got booked to do a live show. Um, there, I think it was some of their members, and also some like friends of chicago sinfinetta mm-hmm. um so it was cute you know it was cute i got a little nervous because delaney and i changed the topic of this show three times the last time because they said they was gonna be 300 people coming and we we're like I, I normally normally like especially like with the quartet there this is really toxic but i felt so at peace i was like i'd rather be sitting over here than playing and like so I, w- I don't really get nervous for classy black live shows i mean a little bit like for la for some reason i was nervous but i think it's because we had been in the pandemic and whatever but i don't even really get nervous for live shows because i'd rather do a thousand things before i play a recital or something like that um but i we like we don't know who these people are gonna be like we don't know so like i feel like if we get invited again like we have a better idea because we could like play around a little bit more but it was mad cute it was really intimate like there's probably like 100 people there yeah um yeah i think i was like i'm usually not nervous for our live show except for the first one i was um with this we had a little bit more like latitude so it was like it was kind of scary because of that because like katie was excited about that i was nervous about that because i feel like we kind of have existed within our little you know, like bubble and every other live show we've done has been a part of a bigger event mm-hmm. like it's been a, a conference so like we have a certain um, like topics that we are adhering to and like we're like within a certain box this is like you are the event you can do whatever you want 
Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so and that's just like okay. There's a lot of possibilities. What's gonna land? Like, cause then it's like I feel like we we more we less in our okay classical musician bag and more in our just like entertainers bag. Yeah, and I feel like we didn't start classically black from a point of like of course we wanted to be entertaining but we didn't we didn't i feel like i wasn't thinking about it that way like okay i'm an entertainer now and i'm i just thought about like okay we're talking about classical music stuff like Mm. in front of a mic but we are entertaining but it's also like dang now it's my job like i have to be Mm -hmm. gotta be like oh uh. yeah i feel like loki it was quite cool too because like some of the stuff we've been talking about off mic it's like this is like in a this was in alignment with it because we we're experimenting with like like you said like making a transition from because I mean like people listen to podcasts for entertainment I mean most of my podcasts I listen to for entertainment not information so I I don't know I mean I can't imagine you're listening to this podcast for information <laughs> especially because you literally never know what you're gonna get so. <laughs> like yeah like I mean some weeks we might pop up with a little cute you know what I'm saying like our little our last series for black history month or whatever we might pop out but most of the times we're complaining about something someone did something stupid or we're farting around like so i mean i guess like i don't know you can let us know are we entertaining um but i feel like there's certainly a transition about to happen for like live shows especially outside of the bubble of classical music because like we're not gonna be we don't have to work as hard at Sphinx because people get our language people want to talk about the issues in classical music whereas you they had cocktails and people you get your cocktails so it's a Tuesday night you're not going to talk about the Berlin Philhire to say concert master that's why I um that's one thing I was thinking about in terms of classical black is like I said you know we we got some stuff on the docket and um I was just thinking about like how are we like to even think about who is clicking on classically black like i feel like most of our audience pretty much all of our audience is coming from a certain like y'all got some connection to classical music and i just feel like we got to connect more with people outside of it because like so we had this waiter and he was ah, ridiculous he was ridiculous travis man <laughs> but we was talking to him um a lot and then we were talking about we had been talking to him for a while and then had started talking about classical music and he was saying something and he was like yeah i mean that stuff is cool but it's not for like people like me and i'm just like what you've been he- sitting here talking to us this whole time like we do it and it's like yeah. you, you can't like that connection like works similar enough that we have in this easy conversation but we also do it like so it's not as far removed from you as you think it is. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I feel like where classically black is now, we don't reach enough people like that. Yeah. So like, I want to reach more because it's like, there's people that, that still see that. And cause he was like, y'all had, what did he say? He was like, y'all had a lid over there. Like, cause he was, you know, serving drinks over when we was doing, uh, doing the show. So it's like, I didn't even notice him. I didn't know he was over there. I thought he just I, heard it. I didn't either until I saw the pictures that they sent. He was in the pictures. I um, I felt bad because I was like, first of all, that like people like me like kind of like struck me because it's just like we're so everything I do is classical music except for like my personal projects, right? So it's like 
at this very moment, this is the only world that I'm in. I'm literally not in any other world. So it's always that like was like, whoa, I didn't, because especially like I do this all day, especially like my sorors know that I, my sorority sisters know that I do this. Like my family knows that I do this and none of them are in it. Like surely like, which I think is a problem with classical music, but it just was straight, especially like what you said, we were talking to him. So surely you wouldn't think that like, what you mean? Like we, we do this. And, um, I felt bad cause he, I told him that I was from Evanston, which is, a uh, like 30 minutes from where we were at. And he he was I was telling him about decompose. I was like, I feel decompose is the perfect first concert to go to if you want to um step into classical music in a in a in a friendly environment because decompose like they want you to interact, they play black music, I think exclusively to my recollection. Um and he was like, Well, oh, you finna go? And I was like, I'm going back to Memphis. Cause I will I will go with him. I mean he it is safe. I know where he works, so mm-hmm. um because I want you to see that not even the musicians in decompose. I want you to see what's going on. Like now we over here, we live, we lit, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, and this is happening everywhere. I saw a post about, um, a little girl who wanted to do ballet, but she didn't know like that. Like you can't be a ballerina if you're black. And I was like, Missy Copeland, Michaela, the Prince, like they're like, there's, there's many, uh, who, are both in the profession who are new to profession destiny wimpy um in Seattle, uh, in the pacific northwest ballet like there are lots and lots and lots and lots of them so of us everywhere and every and everything so it's just really sad to hear people say stuff like that about any profession we down to the nasa we at the ballet okay, not down to the NASA. <laughs> like i don't know yeah so we're gonna, we gonna, we gonna figure it out girl we're gonna Oh, I was supposed to write, write something down so I could talk to you after. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So we ended up because of we didn't we didn't really know much about the audience when we was going into it, because like like Katie said, like when we usually we're coming at it with like a certain understanding of the audience, like they kind of are where we're at, you know, in terms of like knowing about classical music, even though we don't really talk. Like, our show is not, very, like, esoteric. Like, you don't need to be on your classical music mm-hmm. genius to in, understand the show. But we might make references that we don't want people to be lost. So we tried to... I, I liked where we ended up. We basically... I think we talked about how we've tried to make classical music more accessible. So we did some um things are that were like demonstrative of series that we've had like so we did a little part about put me on we did um a part about what it's not high art mm-hmm. um and then we also talked about some of the more serious topics that we've touched on mm-hmm. um and we also we didn't do like a demonstration on traffic music history but we did um I, actually no, we kind of did. A little bit. We talked about beef. Yeah, technically that. Yeah, so the episode that we did on Composer Beast where we talked about Nikki and Cardi and then we talked about, we talked about a couple people, but the most trifling of which was Brahms and Tchaikovsky. Um, so we talked about that. So like we kind of gave, I feel like a sampler platter of like mm-hmm. how Classically Black has, has tried to make classical music more accessible, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was mad cute. Like, the the quartet performed um, just personally, which um, it was cool for have to have people like because we're you're still we're, I think it kind of like 
it created a, a sort of through line, I guess. Like we are classical musicians, so it was nice to have these breaks of classical music. So that was kind of cool. Um, but we'll keep working that how how we can work it in a little bit more seamlessly. But it was cute. They played well. Yeah. So They're professional musicians. So of course they did. <laughs> <laughs> if um y'all work somewhere, hold on. Listen, classically black podcast at gmail dot com. Listen, I'm ready to do. I'm ready to go on tour. Where we going on tour? Period. You gonna see, girl? Listen, big classically black, not the little one. Okay, world tour. <laughs> world tour. <laughs> <laughs> we go to Germany though. They are not gonna think we are funny. They yeah. love. They love a good two cent yeah. violin. But. Practice, practice, practice. Yeah, they uh-huh. have the kind of humor that, like a twelve-year-old orchestra kid has. Basically, this remind me the worst parts of, yeah, <laughs> of being in classical music as a young person. The popularity is incredible to me. I somebody somebody somewhere gonna call me a hater. I don't care. It, it's incredible to me, and I, it's not that I don't understand why they're popular. I definitely do because I've been in in classical music, so I know. Like it does not su- it doesn't surprise me in terms of like from what I know, but it surprises me just as a person with the sense of humor. <laughs> like <laughs> I think with them, it's just like they also have a especially within classical music, they have a wider audience. Wide wider and wider. I mean both of those words. Because mm-hmm. it's and like we don't appeal to everybody because we joke around about it in a dip in a with with black humor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a, there's definitely some parts of classic that people are just not going to understand. And we do have a different audience. I think our audience skews a little older than theirs, which is crazy because our audience is not old. Mm-hmm. Um, our like core audience is around our age. Yeah. Um, like er, like early twenties to like mid thirties. I think is the is the most like the bulk of our audience. I feel like they're popular with like teenagers and yeah. like middle schoolers. Like they're like they have a pretty young audience because they have a very I don't want to say immature because it's like we be, we be very unserious, but like yeah, like um sense of humor. Like it's very like it's just kind of corny to me. It's like the stuff that. I don't, I don't like it. Is it just reminds me of being in high school? Yeah, it just reminds me of the stuff like I must practice twenty hours today. It's just like yeah. stuff that it's just as a professional musician, I no longer identify with. Like I, I don't know. Yeah, and also it might be a I don't know. Also, I mean I know they're big here too, but I I would be interested to see the makeup of their audience globally because you know they're from Australia. And I don't know what the culture of classical music is over there. And I will be interested to see the the spread of like their um their audience. Cause I don't know how conversations around stuff like that, problematic stuff that they've said, how they like how conversations like that are going in other parts of the world. So but anyway, shout out to them there. I mean, not shout out to them. That's a little too far. But um, <laughs> I was about to say, whoa, <laughs> that's not how I would have wrapped it up. <laughs> I just mean they doing their thing. Like they getting. I mean, they got money, they, so they getting a bag. They sure the f- 
843,000 followers. That's crazy. That's incredible. On YouTube? On Instagram. On Instagram? On Instagram. Like, they're popping. They, t- they got to have a million on TikTok. Let me see. They're popping. Like, I'm in- like, I am interested in that. Although, I don't, like I said, their content is not for me. It's for somebody. It's not for me. It's for a lot of somebodies, apparently. But um, eight hundred forty-three thousand somebodies. Exactly, and that's just on Instagram. Um, because I'm gonna say how much they got on YouTube. Four point zero two million subscribers. That's insane. That's incredible. So I thought they have a million followers on YouTube. One point one million on YouTube. That's what I meant. TikTok. TikTok. Oh yeah, because YouTube four million. That's incredible. They are rich, actually. Like, that's incredible. Um, yeah. So that's why I said, like, I'm interested because, like, you know, I don't know where they start. I gotta, I gotta look at them because, like I said, conscious not for me, but like business wise, to be able to build something like this classical music with like new media, that's an accomplishment. Also, I'm looking at it. They actually are very good violinists. Not actually, that was rude. I didn't mean it to be rude, but they are very good violinists as well, and that carries, that carries weight. We don't play on classically black we've never that's had true interest. and it's better that we don't so <laughs> well i'll speak for me <laughs> i don't mean this i'm not trying to put you on Damn, i tag you onto that no i'm kidding i'm kidding <laughs> but we've never i think delaney and i played together once yeah we've really never you, made oh my playing. god you remember that one thing we had to do at the beginning of the pandemic uh, <laughs> why would you say that why would you say that Oh my gosh, that's real funny. The fact that we did that in front of people—it was oh my—it was gosh. a lot. It just was not good. I mean, our interests are changed. Like Lenny no longer plays, and I don't—I don't have an interest in solo rap. So, um, what am I gonna do? Play don't, excerpts. For the only thing I would do, I will say, if we did, if we did, like how we remember when we made that other trailer for the other show. Which other show? Because the one that pissed me off, or oh no 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 no, the other um we did a full trailer, we did, and we both played on it. Girl, you gonna have to tell me after. Then what we both no played on it, and you did the Ponticello. No, yeah, and I did the the Snap Pits. The way I have no idea what you're talking about, is girl. Crazy. I'm gonna just say it. It was for the the kids version. Oh my god, when we did Yeah, when we oh, did the kids version. That was cute. I forgot like, about that. I was trying to t- talk around it in case we actually do it one day. But yeah. Um, like I would pl- I would get my instrument out and, and keep up my chops for something like that. Now, but for the stuff that they do, absolutely not. I'm not playing. I could because I just can't I, I unless Classic Black was playing all my bills, like I don't have the time to dedicate to like learn how to play the bass at that level, like again, and keep that up. So I just classic black is my <laughs> classic black is an escape for me. Not that the viola is like the worst thing ever. I would I would I would <laughs> quit, but viola could afford us. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> surprising. I know. People are like you like the viola. I actually love playing the viola. I think orchestra is a lot of fun. I love one orchestra. Um, I'm very happy that I have been able to continue subbing. I'm playing next week. Um. But um, I, I, a lot of my creating comes from my passion became my job. So I need an escape from my job. 
um and that's why i just don't feel like doing it like i just want to talk stuff and <laughs> run my mouth like i don't like i'd rather just i'd rather just be in orchestra where i'm supposed to be that's where i'm supposed to be so i'm not but i think that's also why they have a lot of appeal because they're they're a very talented violinist and they use they use it i remember trying, someone tried to come for us like very early class people like like oh y'all like where's the play of Paganini Caprice I'm like first of all violists don't play Paganini Caprice secondly I mean they do but it doesn't work well secondly yeah and um, if it don't work well on viola y'all could definitely leave me out of that <laughs> so, I, 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 I tweeted about that earlier like, I tried playing one today just for a warm-up I wanted something different I was just like mm-hmm, I, I can see why we don't really play these um and secondly I'm literally a grad student at Eastman you could get off my dick you know what I'm saying like and then also like we're just gonna start attracting people that we don't want in our bubble like a lot of y'all are very annoying um so I don't need y'all being upset and saying seven hair hair marys because I said bocking them like just stay (laughs) stay over there (laughs) right because y'all see y'all saw how twitter got when I said what did I say that WC was boneless reveal which is true (laughs) and and it was like some people's like I don't know why it makes sense but it does because it does he is boneless reveal and this late this one lady she was on when she was like being ignorant and and like i was just like okay girl you need to chill like first of all both of them are dead neither of them are gonna fuck you so <laughs> like <laughs> i don't understand why you are caping for them so freaking bad like <laughs> they're also like who both of whom if they were okay, I, don't, I can't say about ravel but you know the way debbie treated his wife you think, you think he would spit on you if you were on fire <laughs> And I remember once one person, yeah, that dude that was like, oh, he apologized. So, like, not too much on him. But he was like, oh, it doesn't sound like somebody who's really engaged with their work. And I posted that thing. It was like, I wish all men trying to explain me a very, please Google me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the way they be so like. And what's, what's that dude talked about that the other day? Robert. Is it Robert? Mm-hmm. He was saying how um what's going on on my ceiling that's very interesting sorry um he was saying <laughs> he was talking about how like a lot of people just like classical music i'm paraphrasing a lot of people just like classical music because it makes them feel elite and i'm like if you need classical music to make you feel elite baby i got something to tell you you're a freaking loser like uh, <laughs> <laughs> no like i never like i never be i never wake up and be like ah oh, i put a viola i feel better than everybody today like that's <laughs> I'm the best person in the world. I can I can read these random dots on a page. It's freaking weird. Like, I just feel like we started doing too much. Like, we're gonna start attracting the right, the wrong type of people. I mean, eventually, like the bigger we get, we're gonna. There's always people that come around. You gotta be like, you knew. Yeah, like old dude who had to announce that he was unfollowing us. Cause okay, in hindsight, it was it was the baby, but it was before all that happened. When we had posted a picture, he was like, "I thought this was for oh yeah serious musicians, not ratchet rappers." And I'm like, "Okay, it's for both." But <laughs> also, yeah, okay. Also, there's no okay. You don't know what's going. I don't even know how to approach that. Like. That's all, that's another thing why y'all be annoying because just like the we talked about this a little bit last week. It was like I hate that classical music just demands you. I mean, to be fair, 
you are a student you are a when you are a student of classical music like you have to just be good at it i understand that but it's just like how it just demands you to be so one-dimensional like girl like i can play my instrument and also listen to the baby like i mean i wouldn't today but at the time like i could do both like i, I don't understand why y'all I hate that it it demands you. I mean, no one asked ever asked me to, but I hate that the culture demands that you do this one thing. Yeah, I feel like um, I wonder. I don't know what about this just just took me here. Oh, I was gonna say I wonder if that's like a disconnect that we have, like where our audience kind of drops off on the older end. Because, like, that dude, he was a little older. And so there's parts of our humor that they don't understand. Yeah. And then there's also the disconnect with the whole how they engage in conversations about race. Because, like, old dude told us not to do too much on white people. Because then we're going to we're gonna scare them away from playing our music. I was like, if you do not get the fuck. Like, <laughs> that was so crazy. We gotta, that has to be on Classic Black After Dark. That like, was so embarrassing. That was embarrassing for him. That was, yeah. And it was embarrassing for, for like, low-key for me, too, because I was just like, really? You just sat here all this time? Yeah. After all this time, and that's the first thing you got to say to us? Oh, please. Yeah, that's actually about to, that's actually about to piss me off all over again. And that's episode one of Classic Black After Dark, actually, because I'm... Y'all don't know. <laughs> y'all don't know. We gotta, we gotta I got talk something about to this. say. Because I'm going I'm to make you laugh about my idea for Classic Black After Dark, because I got to make sure I'm protected. <laughs> I mean, you too, but I want to name drop, so gotta figure that out because what's the point we talk around stuff people be like girl just talk i mean to that's after. public that's public so yeah. we can say his name but um what was i gonna say oh but i'm also wondering like i gotta re-look at our audience for like younger because i wonder like what did i don't even i feel like i don't even know what teenagers like and i'm not even that far removed from them i have no idea i mean i the pandemic what? really changed my teaching. So and there's no there's no else some inspired program down here. I teach a lot of little kids. So I have no I idea don't know. what they're talking about. Yeah, and like I don't know how they do like is it just that they listen to podcasts less or they just don't are they just not a part of our audience? I gotta see. I mean luckily and luckily for us, unluckily for them, they do what teenagers do whatever the adults do. So I wouldn't be surprised at a lot of them because there's like this whole th- discussion going on about um how there's no tween age anymore or like there's no tween culture rather anymore because of instagram it's like they all start they all just go into pre-adulthood like at 12 they're all doing like get ready with me and i'm gonna get some coffee i'm like you are in seventh grade dang there's no get ready with me (laughs) like (laughs) and i'm trying to like there's no there's no awkward say they have the they have the blueprint like i'm telling you like when i was when I taught that high school very briefly, it's like the girls are coming in with their wigs laid. Like, how you got to bust down middle part thirty inches at seven a.m. <laughs> it's it's insane. In, like we in the ninth grade, we all looked a mess because there was no blueprint. It's kind of like you just figured it out as you got older. That's why, like, that's why kind of sometimes people make me mad when they be like, "Oh, I looked a mess when I was in high school." I'm like, you were supposed to. Like pre Instagram, I mean Instagram didn't really become a. I'm not gonna date. I'm not gonna. Girl, I mean I would date myself. I mean I don't really care actually. Now that I think about it, Instagram wasn't really a thing until like 2013, I think. So I was sophomore in in college. Like, it was just different. Yeah, like oh the girls love being like pull up their prom pictures. Like girl, we looked a mess. I'm like yeah, 
you look fine. You look how you were supposed to look in 2011. <laughs> like, that's how you're supposed to look. Whereas the girls now, they got they this and they that, and they posing in front of Lamborghinis. It's like, okay, right. And I'm not hating on them. Like, shout out to them, but I think also this does something to their culture um, and their their upbringing because they, are, they have a they have adults that are living their lives and you're modeling after after them. Yeah. But I have to go do something I don't want to do, so. <laughs> that's right. what I, yeah, that's how I'll make it when I can do. That's what, last week when I was doing only things that I wanted to do, I played this great uh, concert with Kedrick. Shout out to the maestro, Armstrong. I did classically black and I came back to Memphis to do things I didn't want to do but we move anyway we will see y'all very shortly actually today's Tuesday we'll see y'all in seven six days so not that short but thank you so much for listening to classically black podcast don't forget to follow us on social media at classically black podcast if you have a piece of the suggestion a black excellent suggestion or an intermittent suggestion send it to classically black podcast at gmail.com if you join if you're black join ISBM it's free it's lit and it's at isblackmusicians.com isblackmusicians on social media thanks again we will see y'all next week bye y'all bye